Well, Happy New Year to everybody out there, of course, and getting back to doing what we usually do at this time, and that is talking to Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. And I'm sure there's so much new stuff for us to talk about, right, Vaughn? Oh, yeah, no, the world's changed completely uh, since you uh, went on holiday, Simi. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. I've got good. a couple of phrases, a couple of words that I'd really like to retire this year. One is, when referring to the weather, the word unprecedented. Yes. And the other is, when I come on the radio with you in the morning, having to use the phrase, in yesterday's pandemic briefing. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're not there yet. Boy, you're not kidding on that one. And I figured a lot of them would be COVID-related, and I'm getting those. They're great. People send them to me, simi at cknw.com. But I listened to the entire briefing on on Friday, Vaughn, as well, because I thought, well, I better get myself back into this. And boy, did it ever feel like a broken record. Yes, and uh, it it was a couple of things. First of all, it was a reminder of how slow British Columbia was to respond to the threat of Omicron. I mean, I went back in the files. You and I, on this morning uh, spot, uh, first mentioned the new variant. I think it was November the 26th. It was a Friday. And it didn't even have a name then, but it was already spreading elsewhere. And we already knew, because of the reports we were getting, it was spreading very, very quickly. It was more transmissible. So British Columbia didn't get hit by that wave as soon as some places, and yet it was slow to respond. The the big reveal Friday, I thought, was there's a backlog of 800,000 British Columbians who need a booster shot and haven't got one yet. So that's people over the age of 60. So 800,000 people, they will be prioritized to get boosters in the order uh, in which, of how long they've been waiting. But those are people between 18 and 60, so 800,000. We also have 250,000 people who've been invited to get a booster shot who haven't scheduled an appointment yet. So for comparison's sake, yeah, for comparison's sake, that's more. Those two numbers together, over a million, is more than the number of people they vaccinated with booster shots in the first 10 weeks of the program. So this is a big lag. Uh, The province has got to get scrambling to get caught up because elsewhere they've recognized that you've got to get people boosted early. It's the only real protection you have against Omicron. How much do you think messaging played a role in that, Vaughn? Because, you know, as you were saying, November 26th, we talked about it. And I know for the first couple of weeks, you and I, time and time again, were saying, why aren't they ramping up booster shots? And the message that we were getting from, you know, Adrian Dix and Dr. Bon Henry was, oh, it's fine. We're following the science. Our schedule is fine. Maybe people didn't feel the urgency. Uh, that's true. They also kept telling us, uh, hey, we're, we're speeding up the application of boosters. We're running ahead of schedule. That's, that's why that number that we got from Dr. Penny Ballum on Friday, to me, was such a big reveal. She's the head of the vaccination program, and she said, you know, she gave us two numbers. One, we've got 250,000 people who've been invited to get boosters who haven't gotten boosted, you know, for whatever reason. And you're right. I mean, maybe they weren't alarmed. Maybe they couldn't find a clinic that was open. 
Uh, maybe they tried to get there. Uh, maybe the weather stopped them, but whatever. 250,000 people waiting, been invited to get boosters and haven't been boosted. And then the big number, 800,000 people have already crossed the scientific threshold, which is six months, and need to get boosted. Now, the old scientific range was six months to eight months, but there's been a recognition for weeks, Simi, that the six months to eight months interval was conditioned by the era of the Delta variant. The arrival of Omicron, which is much more transmissible, meant you have to get going sooner on boosters. And it's only just now that they're doing that. Right. And I'm sure you've heard from people, as I have, saying they can't get a time. Yeah, no, I mean, I've heard from people that are saying, where are, where are these, I mean, they told us there's, you know, X thousand appointments that are, that are available, right? But then you hear from people, I tried to find one of them, I can't find one. They say pharmacies are being added to the list. Yes, they are. But I hear from people who say they've heard anecdotally from friends that the, the pharmacy in their neighborhood is now doing booster shots, but when they go on to the site, the site hasn't been updated, so they can't schedule at that pharmacy. I've also heard from people who say, you know, they're past the interval, when do I get my notice? Well, they're still, near as I can determine, Simi, working on a by-invitation-only system. So if you are in that group that is already past the six-month interval, and you're going, okay, well, I can get vaccinated now. I better get it done. Um, you still have to wait for an invitation. I've heard from people who said they logged on, went in. Uh, I've heard from people who went in and said, vaccinate me. I'm here. And they say, well, you don't have an invitation. You can't be vaccinated. Right? It, right. It's not going like clockwork. No. And the really disturbing thing to me about it is we had an earlier start on getting ready for this than Ontario and Quebec, for example, because the wave didn't hit here as soon as it hit them. I know. It's frustrating. I thought some of the best advice, though, I heard on Friday uh, was from Dr. Penny Ballum, and I thought this was very valuable. It said, don't take your appointment that you do get as gospel. If you can't get one for two weeks and you made that appointment, keep checking back because yes. if, or other ones open up because they're adding capacity every day. Yeah, we're on our own in that sense. You do have to keep working at it. And the people that are getting vaccinated and getting, sorry, getting boosted, uh, those people, uh, I mean, some of them are just lucky. They, they lucked out. I've heard from people who say, hey, it went smoothly for me. Great. Good for you. I'm really happy, right, for you. Uh, or there are people that have just kept at it. They've hung on the phone. They've called back. They've called back. They've checked with the local pharmacy to see if, are you doing them? Do you have uh, boosters available? Can I come in? And there are people, I mean, I've heard again anecdotally that, uh, you know, there's a pharmacy here in Victoria where if you show up late in the day, they'll boost you even if you don't have an invitation if you're in the right age group. Right. Okay. So when is the next briefing coming? Like, what are, yeah. when are we going to get an update? Uh, we're getting one this week. Uh, we're back on schedule. Uh, hey, remember that day back in Ju June of last year where they announced we're not <laughs> right? going to be doing these anymore? Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Mission oh, man. accomplished. There's another phrase I'd like to retire. Premature victory lap. Yeah. Um, but 
Anyway, yeah, no, here we go. Uh, yeah, we'll be back to uh, briefings uh, this week, and I think we'll be hanging on them for a while yet. Uh, there's still a lot of stats to come. Again, remember, one of the things they're doing, Simi, is they're just trying to keep our healthcare system from being overwhelmed with hospitalizations and ICU visits and and make staff available to run the vaccine clinics and that. We are so far doing okay on that front. The numbers so far are not showing up. Uh, the, the, the soaring case count is not so showing up in the hospitals. May that continue to be the case. Do you think that there's concern about New Year's Eve and how that went? Yeah, I think there probably is. Uh, I mean, we, we all heard from people over the holidays who went, I've had enough of these <laughs> protocols. Uh, I'm going to see my family. I'm going to see my friends. So we heard stories about that. And, of course, the, the thing about the hospitalization and ICU numbers and the case count to some degree is they're all now suspect. Uh, the case count is suspect because they're only testing a small number of the people that actually have COVID-19. And the hospitalizations and ICU numbers, of course, are a leg. It can take you know, a week to 10 days before a person who got COVID-19 and does have a serious case has to go into the hospital and right. a little longer before they have to go into the ICU. Right. So we can't, you can't really trust the numbers that come out now as well as, as being fully accurate because of the testing problems. Yeah, no, the, we, the, test, the testing system was overwhelmed, I believe it was Christmas Eve. We hit uh, 20,000 tests are our limit of our ability, and that's another subject where BC didn't yep. ramp up. Uh, so, uh, but what we've been getting, the numbers were rising all week. The test positive rate was climbing. Uh, in late Delta, it was about 2% of the tests were positive. We hit, I think, 27% po test positive last week. Seattle hit 50% oh my on goodness. the test positive rate. So there's still, as I said, we're not going to be able to retire the, the language around the pandemic for a while yet. Okay, but on a good news note here, you also had a chat with uh, Premier John Horgan. How's he doing? Yes, uh, Keith Baldry and I at Global uh, got a note from the Premier, uh, good wishes, seasonal good wishes, and an update on his health. So as of Friday, uh, last week, John Horgan had completed 28 of 35 scheduled radiation treatments for cancer. He said, side effects challenging but tolerable and our premier, ever the optimist and ever the Star Trek fan, says he's looking uh, at a few more weeks with phasers on stun. Uh, he's, he's lost 20 pounds. I'm sure he doesn't recommend this particular no. diet. But anyway, uh, says he's surrounded by good books, good wishes, and was watching the World Junior Hockey Tournament until that was canceled. And he has a cautionary wish for, wish for 2022, and I'm going to steal it as my good wish for the year as well. John Horgan, may we all enjoy a year that is at least different from the last one. I will uh, third that. I won't yeah. second that. I will add my wishes to that as well. Vaughn, thank you. Thanks, Simi. Bye-bye.